0: Yes, you sound good. Everyone say hello. 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 We made it. I'm going to tilt my camera a bit so that way. Yeah, it's
1: surviving.
0: We did it. Yeah, is it really hot up there right now in Minnesota? It is. Oops, I
1: got to mute my computer. Oops. Yeah, it's warm.
0: That's vain, watching yourself live.
1: Well, I mean, I want uh, shut us for the comments. You know? <laughs>
0: oh. I want people to comment so bad. I just want someone to watch.
2: Please watch us.
0: That way, it doesn't feel like just you know, just lying to people saying that I'm doing this. Right.
1: right. <laughs> Otherwise, we're just a fraud. Okay. Share it.
0: Oh yeah do all of that there's just so much I'm glad I have two computers at least I just need to get I need to get a third one that's just for streaming that way I can use all the cool apps and have multi-screen stuff going on and but if I did it on this computer because this computer is like the one that I'm streaming from is like 10 years old it's like the Mac that I took to college with me and it would blow up it's like constantly overheating. All right guys, there's uh, a lot going on in the world. you're talking in full. Well, so you just read Chris, you just read the uh, article you said though about it's the kind of Catholic Church the right
2: now. It's, uh, it's kind of crazy, but I do like the fact that they're trying to get rid of the uh, statute of limitations child sexual abuse yeah Yeah. because you know some of these cases are very very old so these families need justice i mean what is up like what is up with the church like were they the original hollywood like what
1: (laughs) well you know i don't think that it and i'm going to say this because i'm following a whole bunch of sex scandals that are coming out of protestant churches right now too um it's not that it's any more pervasive in the Catholic church than it is in any other religious faith or any other Christian sect oh. off of the Catholic church.
2: So it's stupid.
1: just that it's been covered. Like everybody has been covering it up, not just Catholics, you know? Mm. And I'm watching oh. on another friend's page who is a, an outspoken gender critic that I work with in an organization. And she is, constantly posting stuff about um men in Protestant churches, Baptist church, the Lutheran Church, I mean just all these different Protestant sects um, who are who are falling because people are outing them as being predators. Um, there are tons of theories as to why the Catholic churches, it seems like it's so much more pervasive, but and, and then there are a lot of people who think that they've got the answer, and, oh, well, just let them get married, and they'll be fine. Well, no,
2: that's not the answer either, well, you know? You you know why the church took marriage away from priests,
0: right? No. Okay. Why? You don't know? No. Uh,
2: basically because if priests had
0: money... Oh, yeah, I was like, okay.
2: I went to their children. Yeah. to go into the children. They wanted to stay in the church.
1: Right. And biblically, I mean, I think it does make sense. I mean, there's support for celibacy in the Bible and celibacy and service to God. There's support for that in the Bible.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because...
1: So, to me, it makes sense, but the historical information is there that it was because of
2: property rights
1: issues. I mean, what if a priest had a bastard child with somebody, you know? They
2: did.
1: Right, 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 right. But I'm saying like then that bastard child would have Air to this church property, etc. So,
0: yeah, I was thinking like something biblically because I was we we just had the talk about that kind of in on Sunday at my church where I was just reading through it, and Paul specifically talks about you know how it's good to not need to have a spouse, but because of our desires and our lustfulness, then you know if we're going to give into it, you might as well get married.
1: If you can't control yourself, get married. Yeah. And, and I mean, that makes sense, but that doesn't mean that the priesthood should automatically be married off. He even said it's better to be single. Yeah. Than not married, you know?
0: That's what I thought you were going with it, Chris, and then like the feudalism stuff. That yeah. makes sense, though. Well, I have a question. Tashi right. may know. I mean, Garrett may know too
2: in the the other churches the other sects or the other religions you say that it's, it's prominent amongst them too do they have the same you know the same rules i guess that the clergymen can't get married is that like across the no board?
1: they don't they no they don't most most i don't know of any other christian denomination that doesn't um allow their or that 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 has their pastoral area the celibate. I don't know of any other one. But I don't, again, I don't think that marriage is the issue here because I, pl- I firmly believe in the concept that you can't serve two masters too. And um, I, I don't think that a, a priest would have the capability to be devoted to God and be that person, that link, to um, the succession, if you will, if you know the history of the church, um, wouldn't have that uh, focus that he needs to have to be that person um, if he was married. Because like, what if you're sitting in a confessional and you're, t- you're talking to the priest about whatever it is that you're confessing, and he's thinking about how he and his wife got in a fight the night before, and he's thinking about fact that he has little kids at home who he's missing because he's at confession or he's got I mean it's the same with a, a with a husband too like my husband you know he used to work 60 70 hours a week and he was he about not being able to be around and be with us all the time and um uh, you know like a regular nine to five would allow him to um, and I think that that would be the same situation for a priest and I don't think that he would be able to uh, minister as effectively if he had these other worries on his mind, and so I think that that's why it's important that the Catholic Church does hone that the uh, priesthood and um, the other vocations. That you're celibate, you're you're married to God, you're devoted to God, and that's where your focus needs to lie. Um, okay. Well, so that, I mean, that's how I feel about it. That's my perspective on it. I, as a lay person, I'm not obviously not in that vocation at all. It, I've chosen the vocation of wife and mother and that's, that's so that's all i can say from when you're doing a
0: bang up job of it
1: I, you know i am <laughs> i'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna like break my arm pat myself on the back on that one i'm not gonna disagree
2: <laughs> well everything you said makes total sense um but like how do you how do you you know people have natural desires sure so. um
1: but that's not who you are, though, is it? I mean, like, I, you know, there's a, um, there's a priest who I really, really, really like to listen to on YouTube. And a lot of people who watch this might know who he is. His name is Father Mike Schmitz. I love him to death. His name, uh, his, Father Mike Schmitz, he's up in Duluth, Minnesota. He's the um, clergy for UMD. And he has some really great videos. And one video he has got um, talks about when his own brother came out to him as being gay and he's like okay so that's not who you are like your sexuality is not who you are and that's what, why we have such a problem with identity politics these days is because everybody is so wrapped up in their sexuality and making sure that everybody knows what their sexuality is and nobody really wants to confront anything that they might be dealing with that's you know their demons regarding that sexuality and I think that that's one of the biggest problems is that we're forgetting that these men are human beings. They are priests, but they're also human beings. And they need to be able to confess to one another, hold each other accountable, and they need to be accountable to their, their congregations too. And it's not, they, they are obviously at fault, you know, for acting out on this. And, and I don't apologize for pedophilia at all. Um, and I think that they should be defrocked and dismissed from the church entirely. That's how I feel about it, plus, plus the legal side of it all. Um, because we should be protecting children and families entirely first and foremost in the Catholic church. Um, but, but the question is, what's the preventative measure on this? And you know, you're gonna hear a lot of different excuses. The other Christian sects are gonna say, it's because they're not allowed to get married feminists are going to say it's because they're men. And I, I, I agree with that, honestly, because, you know, minority of sexual crime, we know, and I think that you guys can objectively agree here, the majority of sexual crime is committed by men. Um, and the majority of sexual crime against children in particular is committed by men. Now, what's the drive there? I can't answer that because I'm not a man. You know, I don't have, like, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand pedophilia, and I don't understand, and I don't expect that you guys would either, but what's going
0: to it No, I get it. it all, I mean, uh, I'm just kidding. Eerie. Go, expound so on eerie.
2: it. Well, children are easy victims. You know, they're easy targets. They don't, you can convince them to shut up. They don't fight. I mean, they might fight not going to do as good of a job as an adult um, fighting you off. And I I think that's really, you know, and it's kind of um, accessible to them, you know, because clergymen and rightfully so are trusted with children. Well, I say rightfully so, I guess that's ideally. Um, So, you know, they're easily accessible to these children and, and, you know, and yeah, men do commit the the vast majority, but I, I don't, See I'm not, you know, I'm not the type of person who needs to get laid, you know what I mean? So it doesn't make sense to me. I've turned more situations down than I've not turned down. So, um, but I just think that there has to, I don't, it's children, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not saying that raping an adult is a good thing. Right, absolutely not. But it feels at least a half a step above this. I, to me, like, I know, like, this sounds awful, but, like, I don't know. Children should be protected. Like, we should instinctually, all adults, I don't care who you are, what sex you are, what, you know, I don't care. Like, all adults should instinctually want to protect all children, I feel.
0: Right. Well, this instance is just but, like a. It's like a pleasure thing. It's like it has nothing to do. I mean, because you can't be intimate with a kid. Like, this is just people seeking, you know, pleasure and small moments of gratification. There was like, and like you were saying, it's easy to mani- manipulate kids. They're, they were talking uh, on the news earlier today about the whole investigation. And in one at one point, one of the victims had said that uh, he was convinced, or this priest was telling kids that um, to perform, you know, oral sex on him, he was telling them, well, you know, imagine how mother Mary had to, you know, lick Jesus clean. Like that's like the rhetoric he used to, so, I mean, yeah, it has everything to do with moments of pleasure and being able to manipulate someone who's clearly not as intelligent and, is trusting like is trusting of this adult because oh well my parents trust this guy like when you're a kid you pretty much look to your parents for everything and you know if your parent can trust a guy well then it's like okay well then you know if mom and dad say it's cool then for me to hang out with them then I guess it's cool
1: part of the problem I think is that I don't think that and I don't because again this is not my vocation I don't exactly know what the vetting process is with, with the priesthood, you know, who, what kind of psychological testing they do, I like, if any, you know, I think that that would be an important step to take. Um, any kind of any background information that we would need to know, that or that that um, the church would need to know to 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 that. ordain men, and yeah, and vet men, and and ordain the best, most loving, caring then to the priesthood um so there's a scripture verse that i think of it's ephesians 6 12 it's the um we don't fight against flesh and bone but the principalities and the powers and the authorities of an unseen world so uh, our friend justin would say demons you know and i don't disagree um i i don't agree with him in the metaphysics sense though i think that it is just the corruption of the human being you know that's that's our corruption we have to we have to battle against that because it's it's that what is the line wow. and I think that whole scripture too is the, the, uh, the, the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak well I think that that's like that it's a it's that poor excuse of the devil made me do it we are fighting against evil things I think but how that's the thing is how is it that we're allowing this kind of corruption to even get into the places of authority and it happens with government too i mean we can we can easily translate this to how our governments work
0: could could it be a lack of numbers like could it be a lack of willing participants to like you know take the i guess the celibate way and say you know i'm not going to get married i'm going to do like there's not a whole lot of people willing to do that
1: could be, but it's also, uh, you know, I, our, our priest actually just talked about this not that long ago. Was it our priest or someone else's priest at a visiting church? I don't remember. But recently there was a homily given, and the priest was, oh, it was our church. It was, um, the priest was uh, giving us homily, and then at the end they gave us announcements. and such. He spoke about, you know, praying that um, God chooses our families choose somebody from our families because we're raising our children up to be good and virtuous people. So God, would you choose one of ours? And there isn't a priest shortage because God calls who he needs at the time he needs them. So I don't think that it's necessarily a shortage. I think that it's just, it's not a, there's not a vetting process. And I don't think that, I think that for a long time, um, the, the absolute power of the church corrupts And And it can happen in religion, it can happen in government. Absolute power corrupts, absolutely. We know this, you know? And I think that that's a large part of why this has happened and why it was allowed to happen and why it was covered up for so long, too. Um, but I am happy to see, as painful as it is, and it's, it's a growing pain of the church, I think, um and as people as it is it is a good thing that these things are coming to light and it's being dealt with and i think that they shouldn't even be given a chance to resign i think that priests and bishops and archbishops and cardinals et cetera, all the way up the ranks they should be defrocked and they should be legally dealt with 100 percent. i don't think that that statutes of limitations should apply i mean especially when things like this are concealed you know
0: Oh yeah, and all they're doing is moving people around.
2: Why do you think they do it? Why do you think that they're not, they're not defrocked and, and you know thrust from the church? Why is it? That I don't they just know. Get moved? I
1: don't know why. Why? I don't know why. It's really troublesome because they should be. I mean, they shouldn't be allowed to resign. They should be completely kicked out of the church. We should be excommunicating them, just like we would you know, murderers and rapists, sure. you
0: know. It's got to be a fear thing, too. I mean, you don't want, like, that's a, if you think of it as, like, an organization or a company, like, you don't want that black mark on your, you know, company, because right. then it's going to get hard to get more people involved. You know, you have less people I, showing up.
1: How does the church fulfill its mission if, if they're allowing this kind of stuff to happen? You know, and it's really frustrating. Um, I was going to say something, and I... Totally lost it. Um, Anyway, it it's yeah. I think it should be just a. You're done. See you later.
0: Yeah, they're letting these guys like a lot of the times they're just letting them retire or you know just quietly pushing them out uh, as opposed. And it's not just the Catholic Church. You see it in you know all different faiths of. there's a church in Chicago kind of going through the same thing where like it's a one of those big mega churches of like, you know, 30,000 plus people that, you know, their lead pastor who started it has had a bunch of sexual assault allegations, not assault allegations, but harassment allegations and things of that nature. And he, they, you know, let him quietly retire instead of uh, firing him, you know, four or five years ago. So, I mean, it's not exclusive to the Catholic Church.
2: Even we
0: get... is better than just well, right. uh, yeah, but I mean, it's not, my point is, there's a concentrated effort to make sure that, like, the church as a whole doesn't look bad, and so they'd rather have someone step down, and eventually it'll come to light, than to acknowledge it, and make it public knowledge, and go through the ridicule, and the, uh, I guess, uh, I can't think of a term right now. Yeah, the shame, the public shame that comes with that.
1: Right. Well, I mean, yeah, you get real biblical. You you offend with your eye, you pluck out your eye. You offend with your hand, you cut off your hand. You know, that's if we want to get real <laughs> with the word of God. There you go. You know, you 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 rape a child, you become a eunuch. Now, sorry, not sorry.
2: Miss Lorraine Ababa
1: right
0: yeah we were pretty me i was talking to my dad about this uh earlier and we were kind of i'm kind of torn on the one hand he brought up a good point he's like you take those guys you put them in general population you know in prison and they won't you know they won't last a week and i was like ah no but like a bullet's cheaper you know like a a bullet costs. i don't even know what one bullet costs but you know just one to the head don't have to waste taxpayer money keeping them alive and feeding them.
2: So, you know what I'm starting to really word, wonder. What is there, well, I'm i trying to think of how to word it. Worded. Is there a correlation between power and sexual desires for children? Or is this just really more uh, what's the word I want to use, not popular, but just more abundant than we realize. You know, I think
1: like- that it does. I think that there is something to do with with children because because of the purity and innocence of children. I mean, look at just broad based here, not even just exclusively at the Catholic Church. Look at All of the discoveries that have been made in the last 20 years or so about rich men from the West who go to like Thailand to Mm. rape children you know or this compound in New Mexico that was just you know abusing Mm -hmm. children and teaching them to be terrorists or using children as war tools you know anytime it's a child any in any of these kind of different scenarios it's a child who's innocent and being manipulated and then if you take it a step further look at the porn industry you know the porn industry is rife with um the the perception of underage having sex with an underage girl or raping an underage girl or daddy-daughter fantasies or mother-son fantasies you know that kind of all of those search terms that people are using those are things and if you go to like there's a really great website called um uh, fight the new drug and they're an anti-porn website and they have all sorts of stuff about um what people's search terms are for porn and they're either violence against women or well i mean porn in my opinion is violence against women in general but violence against women like extreme brutal porn or um, raping children, you know? And we can even extend it even further and look at the infantilization of women a lot of times in the media or the, um, the demand that women shave body hair all off, you know? Mm. Like that is infantilization. That is tearing down a woman from being an adult human female to being a juvenile human female. And there's something to that, and I, why that is, I don't know. But there is definitely a link, I think, between um, this particular corrupted power and the idea of malleable children being
2: objects. I, I, I realize that I didn't say it when I was asking the question. I should have, but I was including like Hollywood in that. I was including yeah. the charge Hollywood and just. And when I say is it more abundant, I mean are more are more people fetishizing that, then the people who don't would realize. Because you never get, you, you, you can't do a poll about this. You're never going to get honest right. answers, you know, so, um, like, it's you have been know.
1: mainstreaming pedophilia for decades now, though. I have a good friend, and I've told you, you guys this before, I have a good friend who I almost wasn't friends with anymore. She didn't want to be friends with me anymore because she thought I was off my rocker, thinking that pedophilia was being mainstreamed. But it's it's pervasive from everything from cartoons to movies that kids are watching in the theater with their parents to toys to, I mean, it's just everywhere. So it's something that's been normalized for a really long time. And now we're seeing the push in the LGBT, not by the LGBT, but by pedophiles themselves wanting to be part of the LGBT. And I can show you guys, I have so many resources I could show you about the the small packers that they are using that they're marketing for little girls who think that they're boys or the, that, that photo that I showed you of the trans kids. Yeah. I was about to
0: say,
1: you know, or, um, you know, that Desmond is amazing, that drag kid, um, or there's even, um, child sized, uh, sex dolls being marketed. So, I mean, this it's everywhere and it's, I don't understand what, where it has come from, but there's definitely something to it being a very pervasive thing. Not just within the church format. And a lot of people are angry with the Catholic church for a lot of reasons. So this particular issue makes the Catholic church an easy mark for people, I think.
0: For sure. We need to work on our segues because you had brought up uh, the New Mexico compound did you see that like four of the five suspects are allowed to post bail? Yes. And
1: I didn't see that first that they were allowed to post bail. Um, at first it was just they were allowed to be released.
0: Yeah, they posted bail. Then they posted it was bail. like $20,000 each. Right. For the four. And then the only reason that the the fifth guy, the like leader of it all, the only reason he didn't post bail is because he was – you get a warrant for kidnapping charges from Georgia for, I guess, the kid that they haven't found, but yet they found a dead body of a kid on the compound. So, All
1: right. There's another story that's somewhat related to it um, that's been in my feed quite a bit. A friend of mine posted it underneath that story on my page um, about some, uh, and, and I don't know, I mean, I am try I've to assume the best in people. I kind of have the suspicion that it was posted to say, oh, well, the fact that we're focusing on this story is racist. But it was the story about, and I just found it, um, the four religious sect members in New Mexico. Again, in New Mexico, there are a bunch of white guys. Um, that were arrested with bands full of children. So, I mean, with bands full of children, It's the Aggressive Christian Missions Training Corps. It was four members of that group that were arrested late Wednesday last week um, as deputies uh, tried to execute, I'm reading from NBC News here, uh, tried to execute an order to pick up the children for interviews from the group's isolated compound in Western New Mexico. Um, So there's, I think it's a tra- child trafficking um issues involved and um so i mean it's it's happening not it's it's like extremism i don't i'm frustrated right now
0: <laughs> it's well it's extreme yeah it's well just to first of all nobody's talking about the original topic the uh you know compound of kids being trained for school shooting like right. how the little 3 year old boy who had some sort of disorder uh died basically because they didn't take him to get medical care they tried to perform an exorcism on him and
1: I, I don't see the left talking about it at all No it
0: didn't it, it was a blip everyone's been talking about the like all the networks have been talking about the Omarosa video of someone or yeah of staffers talking about another or no the Omarosa tape of staffers talking about a potential video that might exist like that's what has been circulating all day well, they leave some like, right, well it's not yeah it, I mean who cares but that's you know unless it's about The president then it's gotta you know then who they're not going to talk about it but so they performed the exorcism on the kid and the defense attorney for the i guess the defendants the five adults that were there uh the attorney said well you know if these were you know christians performing a christian exorcism or uh you know they were not taking them to the hospital because, you know, they're, their beliefs, you know, we wouldn't even be talking about this. And I'm like, no, the issue is they were training kids on school. Like the kids were saying that they're being trained for school shooting and that there's a dead body in a hole that's dug a hundred feet deep and that they're starving. Yeah. it is like the exorcism is just a part of it, like, yes, you let your son die, but that's only a tiny bit of it.
2: the story too much because I think that putting a spotlight on a story like this sort of proves that people kill people, not guns.
0: Well, yeah. These are people people that are planning to do school shootings. You can't blame the guns. At least that's what prosecutors are saying.
1: People kill people and also, I'm going to go there and if anybody wants to call me an Islamophobe, I really don't care. That Islam is extreme and extreme Islam is in the United States and we do have to deal with that reality and this just really brings it to the forefront I think and I mean they're dealing with it in the forefront in Europe right now and and it, it's completely ignored over here because we want to just want to be sensitive to the Muslim people and like I'm not going to begrudge an individual for their religious beliefs at all but I will analyze and critique the hell out of a religious institution, including my own, Um, especially when it is involving harming people, just like we discussed with the Catholic church and sex crimes. If it's children involved in being taught how to kill people, like that's a problem and that's a result of extremism and it has nothing to do with the color of their skin. But it has everything to do with the fact that they are practicing a version of their religion that is extreme and is violent and is out to kill people. Serious.
0: Well, and I, I just because I had to look up this story on cause the only place you'll find it are like, you know, right leaning sources. You're going to find like, you know, one story on, you know, HuffPost or on CNN, like, you know, Fox News is running a new Story on this topic, you know, every other hour, but like HuffPost, I just wanted to see what the comments were on there, and it's just a bunch of, oh, you know, they're just using their Second Amendment rights. Like you would have figured that the, you know, Second Amendment people who are so committed to, you know, owning firearms would defend these people, but oh, nope, of course not, because they're brown. And I'm like, it has nothing to do with skin color. It has everything to do with you have these extremists taking their kids and starving them, uh, letting, like it's religious extremism, like the whole exorcism to try to heal your kid who has disabilities and then throwing him in the ground. Like it's that they focus on you know, oh the the other side would have done blah 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 and it's just it's like no that has nothing to do with the the problem like they they're they're so warped to where they have to find some way to make it about you know right-leaning people or make it about the other side it has nothing to do with the actual subject no one's going to yeah. criticize the actual people involved
1: right yeah i mean they just have to spin it and everything has to be spun like even the i'm sorry to sorry to talk about omarosa <laughs> even this omarosa thing trump's tweet is being spun That, oh, how dare he call a black woman a dog. And Ben Shapiro today, Ben read off a whole list of tweets that he had made. Yeah, he calls
0: everyone a dog. Glenn Beck's a dog.
1: With her being a black woman, it just has to do with him being an idiot. Like, and he doesn't know (laughs) other words. He doesn't know other words. Right. He uses the word dog.
0: Well, maybe that's the best word. Maybe that's the best word. Because he knows only the best words.
1: He only knows the best words. Lots of best words.
0: yeah but isn't it funny that nobody took this woman seriously until
2: she was not affiliated with trump anymore well now she has dirt on him right now all of a sudden she's a rock star
1: but i don't even think she really has dirt on him you know it's all just speculative at this point because she hasn't produced anything except for this one leak thing you know so it's all speculative at this point well as soon as
0: she leaks it then her no one's going to go buy her book
1: no one's buying her book now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know who she was
0: until the story broke. Yeah, I had to explain it as well to people when yeah, they're like, "Why is this girl all over the news?" Like, "Oh, oh yeah." Rosa? What? I don't know. She was the one that you know they all made fun. The media made fun of at first because she was you know some chick on The Apprentice who you know decided to join the staff, and now that she's you know out of the staff, it's oh my gosh, can you? Here's Omarosa, she was a, a huge part of the Trump administration. Right.
2: Is she a huge part?
0: No. She was just some employee. What did she even do? Do we know? I I could look it up, but it's not worth our time. It yeah. Right. Uh, it's not. She She's just some Yeah. The my point is the whole that's all they've been talking about all day until the Catholic priest story broke. And then it switched over to that. Like that, those are the two talking points. There was a brief, I guess, touching on the, the British terrorist attacks, the Great Britain terror attacks, where right. you know people are using cars to kill people. Which I guess they should start banning cars in the oh, UK. You so know, yeah, they ban guns, they ban knives, so I guess cars are the next thing.
1: They banned measuring spoons. There was a story about the kids No. Who to by measuring. See, I measuring was a kid. He went to go buy measuring spoons, and I, and I only briefly, like, glanced over it. He went to buy measuring spoons, and they would not let him buy measuring spoons because they could be a weapon.
0: Oh, my like, gosh.
1: You can't bake a cake without measuring spoons.
2: Do they have measuring spoon violence problems over there? And <laughs>
1: they must. They've got
2: I back. mean...
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's crazy. No, I... I didn't read anything about the um, car attack because I didn't feel like it was worth my time. But because um, it's just another one. Like, it's just another one. It's, it's, anything can be weaponized. Anything can be made to use or made to kill people. I, In Minnesota in the winter, I could stab somebody with an icicle. I mean. You know, water. You know, ban water. Ban water, ban winter.
0: <laughs> well, you know. CNN ran a story that was critical of, Trump calling it a terrorist attack when minutes later, Theresa May came out saying that, and investigators said that it was a terrorist attack. So CNN was saying, oh, Trump's using um, using this as another chance to grandstand and, you know, call out terrorism, you know, calling everything terrorism. And it's like, what? that's what you're going to run? Like, that's the story that you're going to, that your editors thought was like, oh, this is hardcore journalism right here
2: they had something on him because I think originally the report said that they had no reason to believe it was terrorism. Right. That was the original report. Right. And before that they changed that, Trump said what he said. So of course they're going to jump on it. Like, they jump and on
1: it. Isn't They do. If, and it just goes to show that no matter what he says, if, and, and I...
0: If, like, you don't think world leaders are briefed? Are. You don't think world leaders are briefed prior to the media put something out? Like, you don't think they know? Like you know, maybe five minutes before a story breaks. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. That was just like. Oh no no
1: no, that's fine, that's fine. Um, no, I hate having to defend him, but I mean, it just—it's any situation. If if we want to uh, deport people here who are who are here illegally, he's called a monster. He's called Hitler. He's called a Nazi. But if if uh, Macron in France does it nobody says anything and he's de- doing doing that exactly right now Supporting brown skinned muslim immigrants who are in France illegally he's deporting them really by the millions. yes
0: but that millions. was the that was the guy obama endorsed that was the exactly that was the guy who exactly. because you know it's okay for our leaders to you know make videos in support of foreign candidates and things of that nature you know but someone does it here, he can't. That's, that's collusion. That's Well, I mean, it's it's
1: anything. It could be, I mean, scientists say the sky is blue. But if Donald Trump says the sky is blue, oh my god, he said the sky is blue. And I I really, like I said, I hate having to defend him. I can't stand the guy.
2: The truth is the truth. People
1: are, the truth is the truth. And people are going nuts because they hate him. Not for any other reason than like that makes any sense. If you have a a policy thing to attack him on, attack him on the policy. Exactly. Everybody knows he's a crap human. Like, that is not anything that has been concealed from anybody.
2: He's a bully that says stupid things. But that doesn't mean, you know, his intentions, you know, like what he said about LeBron James and, and Don Lemon, right? That was racist. Come on. Bullshit. Like, it wasn't, though. And he ended the tweet with, I like Mike. I like Mike. <laughs> like, how,
0: like, why? Like I, love, I love that. I want to get one of those t-shirts of him as the jump man with the toupee. The toupee,
1: <laughs> the toupee Yeah. I like Mike.
0: He's got the ball. It's it's a great image. But, yeah, no, that wasn't, yeah. He calls everyone stupid. Yeah. In fact, to your point, yes, he calls everyone stupid. He just has a, a small vocabulary, so he can't, you know, call different people different names. Everyone gets the same blanket names. Right. Dog, stupid, animal.
2: Right. He is. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make him racist. It, his, his intention is not to come from a place of race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's just, his intention is to come from a place of belief. Yeah. Absolutely junior high bully mentality. I've been saying that since the friggin' primaries, you know, but what are you
0: going to do? Did you all get an update yeah. that Bernie Sanders won his primary?
2: What a con.
0: Yes. <laughs> He's a con man. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. now, now, that, now that I've been paying somewhat attention to Twitter, I cannot stand the fan tweets. Totally. I, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, just like, Jesus. It was totally unrelated. I just saw that when I had got the update, Tasha had like Looked at her phone real quick and read something, and I was just like, Oh, I think we both got the same update. <laughs> oh, it just
2: That's happened.
1: What I just read.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, sorry, that was.
1: Oh. oh, Mike makes a good point. Mike in the comments just said um, Mike from uh, Revenge of the Sith says uh, regarding Donald Trump, is he stupid or is he trying to communicate to 350 million stupid people?
0: Mm. I think it's 4D chess. Maybe five D chess. What does Q have to say about it? What that? I said what does Q have to say about it? Q QAnon. I don't know
2: what this is.
0: Oh yeah. You watched that video too, huh?
2: I didn't see the video, I just saw the update, to
0: be honest with you. Oh okay. I
2: haven't seen that yet.
0: Yeah, I spent a good portion of the day watching those.
2: Did you watch that? Yeah. That
0: about? The well, the what's his name, the Paul something, what's it? Just talking about. Well, his video is basically about how uh, he's critiquing or making fun of the fact that oh, you know, all these you know right wingers are convinced that you know Hollywood's made up of pedophiles and all these powerful uh, pedophiles, and then it goes to a clip from like 1993. When Henry Rollins is on uh, his show with this lady and he's basically talking about how um, women can't, I guess, uh, rape kids, like can't be convicted of statutory rape because, you know, it's a woman like, you know guys want it or whatever like you know a a boy can overpower a woman and things like that and his whole point was like here's this guy who's basically saying like no 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 pedophilia is cool like as long as it's you know in these certain terms so he he was just pointing out the hypocrisy well uh no peter or uh paul was the but henry rollins just agreed with the lady who said that like no that's wrong like you can't like that's messed up but that yeah that was the the point of the video. But back to yeah, I, I was going to bring it all back to Trump or whatever cuz we kind of got on the the QAnon tangent. But yeah, I think Mike brings up a really good point. He has to be able to communicate with 350 million people and right. you have to go with in order to reach the most amount of people, you have to go with the lowest common denominator. Right. Like he well, c- I
1: mean, I think that he's a circle of my I think that he's a bully, but I don't think he's stupid. Um, I I think that he's actually probably freaking intelligent. He yeah, is the president of the United States. Um, I think, and I've said this to you guys before on a previous show, that he has a lot of words to say to make his point, and sometimes those words are like, oh, look, shiny, you know, or a bird over here. He
0: likes terrific. He
1: gets <laughs> point made, though, if you are able to parse that out from all of those extra things that he likes to talk about, and how many times do we hear him talk about how he won the election in talking about, I don't know, whatever topic, you know, Mm -hmm. we can be talking about uh, immigration policy or whatever, signing this defense bill or whatever, and and we won the election, but that doesn't have anything to do with any of this. He's just like, his banner of superiority when he's doing that. So ignore that part and pay attention to the fact that he didn't say John McCain's name as part of the name of the bill, maybe, you know? That's a kind of important piece of, of that whole thing. Pay attention to the fact that he did sign this bill and he enabled our military authority to have what they need and they have to defend us. That doesn't mean that I'm pro-military because I'm like, I'm really, Critical of the military complex, but he did do a good thing in making sure that our military has what it needs, or he did a good thing in this thing, or you
2: know, you you
1: parse the out what he's saying. The yeah.
2: is that he usually does a good thing. His, his but, policies and, are usually solid as
0: hell. Yeah, yeah. And, and he kicked out trans people of he kicked out he trans people out of the military, so that way, you know, trans people won't die in war, like. You know, I wish you'd kick out everyone in the military. Then no one would have to die. Right, right. Have That's favoritism. liberals,
1: liberals, saying, we have a right to be in the military. Yeah, they're like, otherwise, hmm, the military, we couldn't really care about the military. Yeah. As long as trans people are involved.
0: Well, I'm over here just like, what, you want. you want trans people to die in war? Like, you bigot
1: are mentally ill. Why do you want them in the
0: military? Well, I'm I'm just in the like let's save as many people as possible. Like you you want people to go die in war. This is the group that you're over here defending. Like you can't have it both ways. You can't have them want to go die in war and care about them. Well, it's a right <laughs> Well, there is no right there's no in the army.
2: Just, they just want a reason to attack the right for wanting to tell trans people they can't do something. That's all. That's all the boils down to. Right. They don't give up a crap. They just, they just like that you say that they can't do military. so they can say, right. "Well, you're a bigot. You're this. You're that. You're not." That's, that's exactly
0: what... it. That's exactly it. Mike just left I the. Did. I was going to say Mike left the comment saying that we need we should have told him that we're doing a show so he can promote it and i just said that we wanted it to be good before he before he did that (laughs) i was like because if it sucked then uh yeah no if we did one episode and it was awful and never did it again we'd be you know that'd be a waste of a shout out yeah there's no way to get rid of it i want to keep talking about stupid people though i want to talk about uh Ocasio or whatever, uh, Alexandria. What is it? Ocasio? Ocasio? AOC. I'm just going to call her AOC. You know, I, just, so, I just think it's funny. I was watching something today, just a real quick anecdote. And Ben Shapiro called her completely thinking
2: it was her name. He called her like Lopez Sanchez or something. <laughs> I'm serious when he said
1: it. I just well, I, I busted out my it's a running joke of his though, because he gets her name wrong every single time he says it. Yeah. And he got her name right one day, and he's
0: like, "Yes, I nailed it." I'm gonna. Okay, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez becomes the Sarah Palin of the left. Of the left. And this is CBS News that uh, published it, which is, you know, I mean, it was kind of a hold my beer moment. Yeah. It's the all-seeing eye, you know. But what, they're like the publisher for uh, the CIA and all that, you know, and the all the people on the inside is, for CBS. But they, uh, yeah, the CIA broadcasting station. But they basically just said that uh, Republicans are, or as much as members of the Democratic Party, or not even the Democratic Party, but like her supporters, as excited they are, uh, for her and progressives as excited as they are, Republicans are just as excited because it's like yes, yes, keep keep promoting her, keep sharing her stuff like this is she's you know been around for six whole weeks, and every single week it seems like she's saying something stupider and stupider from you know, oh, unemployment's low because people have <laughs> people have two jobs now it's like that is, that's not how unemployment works. And then she says that, you know, uh, Israel keeps ocu- – or, you know, complains about Israel's occupation of Palestine. And it, what does that mean? Like, go ahead. You can expound on it. She doesn't. She just says these blanket statements and expects everyone to know what she means. But it's like, sorry, bartender. We have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I like the the, the what? Oh, the, she wants what funeral costs yeah. rolled into – um, universal health care. Well no she she like said it like as though it was a point that it was a it was a point to make. Right right because nobody's thinking about this, you know. We're not factoring that in. That's so much more money. Right. I, and I like if you if you just dumb yourself down and think about it, like I can kind of understand the point she's saying, you know, oh, you know what people I'm thinking outside the box. Like, oh, people aren't you know, you look at how much healthcare costs now, but you're not thinking about the people who don't have health care who have to pay for funerals. They're dying without it. And like that, that's what her point was, but she totally missed it because that, I mean, that's just stupid. Like what you get, like a, I mean, I think you get like a 200, don't you get like some sort of money from the government for burial fees or something like that? No. I don't
1: know. I'll ask my friend. He, he actually works in the funeral industry. So I'll ask him. Um, I just think it's, ridiculous. But, you know, if the left wants to give people funeral costs because they put them on, you know, the death panels and didn't treat their diseases, you know.
0: But if she's bringing that up saying like, oh, you know, in the current healthcare system, they don't take into consideration the, you know, the funeral costs. It's like, oh, okay. So in Medicare for all, you're going to cure dying. Is that what you're saying? Like, oh, okay, under her plan, I'll sign up for that. Okay, under her plan, she can guarantee that no one's going to die ever again? All right, cool. All right. Like, awesome. Yes, keep talking.
2: I mean, healthcare no, like- sounds pretty good. But it's going to cure dying.
0: Yeah, that's like the number one cause of death. I
2: mean, mortality comes along with it. Let's go.
1: I like that CBS News um, did. it what it is and they they said it doesn't appear she's test driven her campus socialism in the real world. Mm Because that's all it is. It's just the leftist campus like ministry of this is the way we idealists want these we altruistic idealists want the world to work because we have no experience in the real world. Right. So
2: But you gotta know you gotta know how the dots connect before Before you should be allowed to run for office.
0: Well, yeah, and that's the—I mean, because as soon as you put yourself out there, you know, in the public sphere or whatever, uh, what is it—the not the octagon—I can't. Anyway, you put yourself up, you put yourself out there, then you're subject to criticism, and you have to answer questions. That, I mean, these are basic questions. Like, you know, okay, how are you going to pay for it? It's like, well, uh, first of all, to for her medicare for all plan or whatever doubling everyone's taxes wouldn't even cover it so like and
1: what did she say her answer was though it was like well nobody ever questions where we're going to get money for military that was her answer
0: yeah how are you going to pay for it well yeah she never def- asked them yeah you don't you didn't ask the military how they got their 700 and you know 700 billion dollars like no one no one brought that up. Why didn't Why didn't you ask the defense budget, the people who put the defense budget together? And it's like, that, we're not talking about that. We're talking about your plan. Like, we're talking about what you have to bring to the table. Not, like, answer your question, stop deflecting. But you can't because, you know, that's, I guess that's an argumentative or a tactic that works. Uh,
1: deflection. And, you know, it's funny. I just was giving this lesson to my children today. My 12 year old was not doing the breakfast dishes that she's supposed to be doing. And I said, Child labor. Are you doing the dishes? And she said, Degree hasn't taken out the compost. And I said, Deflection, (laughs) this isn't about your brother. This is about you. Have you done what you're supposed to be doing? This is the same thing. Like she can't answer for herself. So she points the finger at somebody else. Oh, she doesn't
0: really. Sorry, go ahead, Chris.
2: I was just going to say, I really don't think she thinks she needs to. Do you know what i mean like she won the primary basically for existing right right you, you know what i'm saying and and i still am under the belief that she's going to win the election in november i really do
0: well yeah it's a it's a super blue district
2: oh absolutely and i mean the, the people in those districts would, would vote crash test on the end if it was running as The democratic representative you know what i'm saying so so she's going to get in the only way she doesn't get in is if literally all of the people who are going to vote democrat stay home and all the people who are going to vote republican show up that's the only way she's gonna
0: she's gonna lose like i get the message it's you know it's exciting to you know the prospect of having college paid for and having you know the government cover your health care costs sure but yeah, when you, you know, you actually start prodding and start asking questions and, you know, say, okay, how is this going to, how are we going to do this? It's like, well, you know, no one was supposed to ask me that. Like, I'm... <laughs> right. No, I'm telling you how it's going to be, all right? No, don't worry about how we'll pay for it later. You got to vote me in first and then we'll figure it out.
2: Okay. And the stuff with Shapiro where he, he invited her to either have a conversation or a debate, he wasn't, you know, um, and she... Took to Twitter and said something about he was catcalling her.
1: Right, but he she didn't need to answer to a man with bad intentions or something like that. Sure. They, then Twitter went crazy and found an old tweet of hers about how she was she was stalking basically her opponent in the the primaries. Showed it. up at because he wouldn't respond to her about the debate. Yeah, because
0: he wouldn't debate her.
1: He wouldn't debate her, so she showed up at his office in person to confront him but that's so Twitter's okay Twitter's like this is stalkerish behavior I mean maybe Ben
2: was catcalling you but you're a stalker it's okay because she's a woman she's not a man right. it's really what right. I should say is she's not a man but it's okay.
0: it's yeah it's funny because now you know you see all these memes and stuff of like you know two people going in for a debate and it's like uh-oh don't better not catcall like Having a political discussion is all of a sudden catcalling. It's sexual harassment. Right. Way to, way to trivialize harassment, lady. Right. Speaking of harassment, though, Tasha, what is going on in the Minnesota gubernatorial race? You You brought up something that's really, really funny.
1: DFL, which is the Democratic Farm and Labor Party here in Minnesota, Democrats. They have several candidates running, and um, I, I did not vote for any of them. Um, my my husband and I both just voted for the first time straight Republican ticket.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: Um, first time ever. I you know, Hashtag I
0: walk away. A I got I got a little sweaty, and after we went to
1: walked to Target because I'd pick up some stuff and. Um, and I started sneezing. I might be allergic to it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but, um, so they're, they're, the top candidates are um, Tim Walls and, and um, our current Attorney General, Lori Swanson, and um, a woman who's local here in St. Paul, Erin Murphy. I, I don't think Erin Murphy's going to stand a chance, but um, I also don't think that... Uh, Lori Swanson's gonna stand a chance either. She has been very supportive of a, a politician here in Minnesota, Rick Nolan, who is basically an apologist for the harassment of women. And and there are like eight women who have come forward to um and, and you'll have to refresh my memory, Garrett. I can't remember the guy's name that he um, was supporting. But one of his staffers two was, seconds, was, I'll find was, it. By eight like eight women of Sexual harassment and um, and it was a basically verifiable uh, harassment. So the guy actually he did it. Um, and Rick Nolan apo- is basically an apologist for this.
0: Guy. Jim yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's his name.
1: <laughs> so Rick Nolan is
0: Apologizing for this guy
1: and. Um, Lori Swanson is supporting that decision of Rick Nolan so she's kind of taking this sidestep of the, the me too movement and, and su- not supporting the women and supporting the men who are doing the harassing and the apologizing for harassing and then we've got another <laughs> really big one and this one is kind of nationwide too because of his position within the DNC Keith Ellison
0: he's from Minnesota he,
1: he's here in Minnesota, okay. he, um, he is uh, running for attorney general of Minnesota. I voted for Doug Wardwell for attorney general, but Pete Ellison is running on the Democrat ticket and his, the, the son of his ex-girlfriend um, bombshelled everybody this weekend with an accusation of domestic violence and basically all of the components of a narcissistic personality disordered individual. And then the ex-girlfriend corroborated the story with even more information, and um, he so far denied it. Of course, he would, and basically because she hasn't produced any of the of the incriminating evidence yet. Um, so I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But there's lots of um, lots of Democrats not not living up to the credo of the Me Too movement of. leave her of um uh time's up all of these you know trendy hashtags about uh uh, speaking out against uh the harassment and violence against women so we'll see what happens Uh, there's no value there are no there are no um values or standards that they actually ever live by
2: the real comment the the people who scream the loudest about you know um you know equality for women and 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 know you know have them not be harassed and all this stuff they're the ones who are doing this stuff yep. behind closed doors you know what i'm saying almost every time yep. every, every and i mean time.
1: republicans again republicans aren't immune to it we know that we've had oh, no. some here in minnesota i mean there was a there's a guy martinez something martinez who was running for um I think he was running for city council here in st paul who posted a revenge porn of his ex-wife on his website, on his campaign website. So I mean, it's not just—it's just—it's a whole bunch of crazy, and I don't.
0: That's when you don't even care about winning, and you're just trying to just get back at her at that point.
1: Right, right, and it's insane that they're not—they're just, just not standing by the values that they claim to espouse regarding the um, taking care of women.
0: Okay, so this is from. A report it says about the woman named Karen Monahan, who's Keith Ellison's, I guess, ex ex lover. She said she's also frustrated that people won't believe that she was assaulted unless she pr- unless she produces the video. It set, it sets the expectation for survivors of all kinds of forms of abuse, whether it be abuse towards women, abuse from police officers, abuse from other people in power, to have to be the ones like I'm doing right now to show and prove their stories. It's feeding into that. So that
1: I mean, there isn't a there is a bit of culpability. I mean, it's you're innocent until proven guilty. Yes. So I mean that's the way the law works in our country. I do believe her story, to be perfectly honest. Um, <clears throat> the way the details just played out and, and knowing a thing or two about narcissistic personality disorders myself from experiences I've had with people, I I understand it. And I I can relate to her story. And maybe that's my own bias. I don't know. Um, I do hope that corroborating information is at least given to people in authority. Um, But I mean, if this does get pursued legally, or I don't even know if it can be pursued legally, but if it gets pursued in some manner, I'm sure that whatever evidence she has will come to light. Otherwise, it's just another chalk one up to letting a rapist go. He's not a rapist, but you know what I'm saying? Like, women who don't come forward are culpable in allowing rapists to continue raping.
0: Abusers.
1: And abusers
2: to continue raping. Because he's
0: just an abuser. I mean, he's not a the rapper. Only
2: wanna, the only thing I want to say is sort of contentious to her is why is she waiting till now? That just.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's totally politically motivated, I'm sure, but. But, you know, her son, I'm actually friends with a guy who's friends with her son. Her son said on my friend's page, you know, this isn't, he said it's not politically motivated. He's just looking out for his mother. And he didn't want, like, he, he said he has no politics behind the whole thing. So, I don't know. Well, Samia's only was only, like, three days before today's primaries that it got released. So, we'll see. Yes. Yeah we'll we'll end up seeing how it plays out in November really because i mean he'll he'll he will have been voted for for the primaries today i'm sure of it especially with all of the early voting that has already happened in minnesota
0: god minnesota politics it's crazy up there no kidding. i just it's crazy everywhere well i just I'll, i just can't wrap my head around like the how hard it must be to live in that i guess hypocritical bubble of oh you know you have to believe you know the victims you have to believe them if they say that they're a victim and then on the flip side oh well you know now this is just politically motivated I mean it's do they not see that this is the same exact criticism that they had for uh you know when Trump was running this is the exact same criticism that like you know people on the right had as far as, oh, you know, these people coming out against Trump, they're just, you know, politically motivated now. You know, where was all this, you know, years ago? It's like, they're, right. they're the exact same people. They are who they detest. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: <gasps> okay. Well, Tasha, your phone's dying. Bye. Uh
1: turned i literally turned everything off it must need an update or something mm, because it's
0: that's how they get thing. you okay yeah. super brief then i just briefly want to touch on the uh nation of hungary banning gender studies so great inciting it i want to that because that was yeah the way they But just so matter-of-factly
2: just was
0: impressed. there's no point you can't make any money if you if you study this the end like you're not contributing to our economy so that's why we're not going to do it no more
1: it goes back to that argument of makers and takers that Stefan Molyneux had you know if you are going to just do this and be a taker for the rest of your life then forget you you don't know what you're
2: not going to Completely off topic, but did you guys see that Lauren Southern retired from YouTube?
1: I just saw that pop up on my notifications and I was gonna watch that after
2: we were done tonight.
0: And charge your phone up.
2: <laughs> All of a sudden I can't find the
0: article. Oh, there it is. I was about to say I send it to our to our group message. I posted it on the page. Just read it real quick and then and then we'll do shout outs and then go. slow loading is what it is in a nutshell though basically just just to repeat myself again it basically just said that there's no practical purpose there's no economic purpose for these kinds of studies being done at the being done at the public school level
2: it was short and sweet and it was just basically like you know this is stupid. We don't want
0: to be stupid. <laughs> right. Plus, there's only like eleven. There's only like eleven people enrolled in that, you know, degree program or whatever. So it's like, right. like, oh, cool. You eleven people that are gonna know, a bunch about, you know, gender studies. You're really gonna help the Hungarian economy. Right.
1: They'd be better off with an underwater basket weaving course.
0: Honestly, <laughs> it's the only time in my life I can say that I'm proud to be Hungarian honestly, the only time I'll ever probably say that
1: pride I hope that trend you know what I'm saying
2: like I hope that people I think I heard Eric Weinstein say like a couple of days ago and and I was like that's that's awesome I might not like President Trump but I'm not gonna let him kill my critical thinking skills perfect if everybody could just think that way' so this, this, this country would make so much more sense instantaneously right instead of just blame Trump I'm hoping we can all we can all get on the critical thinking wagon now you know let Hungary start the trend it's fine they could do
0: it that's cool. God, it's the only trend that's the only time they'll ever do anything <laughs> worth noting. <laughs> and ugly people the Hungarians. It's self deprecating. I'm a Hungarian and Polish. I don't know how i you know ended up with an IQ above fifty. <laughs> <a long> <laughs> okay, plug time, plug. Uh follow us on our Twitter at yes. uh, what is it's it? At D E S T R one. Alright, you gotta share that in the uh on the page too. And we'll put it in the comments. Okay. We just need to be yeah, we just need to be more shameless. And,
2: and, and I try to make a point to um, talk talk crap to Bernie Sanders every day and share it on the page. Take a screenshot, share it on the page. Is he is such a comment. His tweets be, piss me
0: off. He's <laughs> like the the rich are taking advantage of us. I'm gonna go hang right. out in my third house. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> go live off your tax dollars. Thanks, guys. And Tasha, what are your pages aside from I- illusions destroyed
1: i am at tasha rolls r-a-d-m-a-m and then you can find me on facebook radical mothering
0: and then i'm on the twitter at garrett vassal g-a-r-r-e-t-t-v-a-s-c-i-l and then you can also oh sorry i was going to say you can follow us on instagram too at illusions destroyed Yeah, we love you. And... uh you we'll like and subscribe to them, too. Yeah, Revenge of the Sis because they're the man. The Cis men. But they're not sissies. <laughs> All right, guys. This was good. We'll see you later. Bye, Bye world. Bye. And that's the end of the show.